This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Enjoy it while it lasts. Gambling gods, fickle bunch. Oh yeah. So easily offended. Uh-huh. The Weekend Wager with Anita Marks starts now. Dollar, dollar. Anita Marks with you on this Friday night here on 98.7 ESPN. His Weekend Wager brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. We are in the thick of it. Are we not? And if you are hanging out in Jersey City, God bless you. You are probably having a freaking blast right now. Oh, my goodness gracious. As St. Peter's takes down Purdue tonight, 67-64. Who are these men from St. Peter's? (laughs) Whoa. Now, listen, I'm not going to pretend and say, hey, I knew they were going to beat Purdue. No, I had no idea. But I will tell you what, I did take the 12 and a half. Hopefully you did as well. Man, this team is no joke. First, team, first time ever in the history of this tournament that a 15 seed advances to the Elite Eight. How about that? Can we marinate in that for a minute? And a team that's, I don't know, like on a good day, maybe a seven iron from my apartment. <laughs> Woo! Um, man. This is unbelievable. By the way, we've got Brian and Will who are producing the show tonight. Will, this is your first week in wager. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's uh, obviously a wild night. Knicks win. St. Peter's wins. Um, can't complain. Yeah, you, you mentioned the Knicks winning, beating the uh, the Miami Heat. I did not expect that to happen because of what happened with the Miami Heat in the previous game with Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler getting into it on the sideline, UD, Udenis Haslam coming in, defending uh, Spolstra, and it got really uh, chippy on their sideline. And in my head, I'm saying, ooh, their next game is against the Knicks. I don't know. Not a great matchup for them if that's the case. But boy, um, really impressive win. You know, it, I find it really interesting, right? Like, as we know, the Knicks obviously not having the best guys on the court. But I think there's something about playing footloose and fancy free, right? Like, what's the pressure right now? There really isn't any, right? They're kind of in this purgatory where they're not going to get a lottery pick, but at the same time, they're not going to get into, you know, the, uh, the, the play-in game. So, I, you know, I, I call it... I, I mean, do you do you feel that's a good definition for it? Purgatory. It's kind of what it like. You're not, you're not alive, and you're not in front of the pearly gates. You're just right. There. You're just <laughs> you're just there. You're hovering. You're like there's no like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I I think purgatory is really the best description for it. If uh, if 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 I'm being quite frank, but nonetheless. Um, 
Let me ask you guys this. Do you think the bigger story is that the Knicks beat the number one seed in the East or that St. Peter's took down Purdue? What do you think is the bigger story tonight? Oh, definitely St. Peter's. Uh, yeah, way, right? By far, yeah. I, it's a n- nice win by the Knicks, but it's too late. You know, I, I feel like they're not going to make the playoffs at all. It's way too late. But for St. Peter's, this is, this is an unbelievable story. It, it is, considering, keep in mind, Purdue, for, so, so all the Sweet 16, the 16 teams that were entering into the Sweet 16, Purdue had the number one offense in efficiency. So marinating that for a minute. And just the defense that we saw St. Peter's contest, 5 of 21 from downtown. That's what they limited them. Turnovers galore, forced a ton of turnovers, and, you know, only made two shots in the last five minutes. God bless this team. I mean, I you know, and, and going in, if you guys recall, uh, for the last few weeks, I've been talking about March Madness because I I, I love it. I I feel, I feel like I just feel like March Madness is the second best event in our calendar year, right? And 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 I I say this quite often. You know, there's there's only so many hours in the day during football season. I just I spend copious amounts of hours um, preparing for for the NFL season. So I, I I'm just I'm limited. There's only so much. There's only so many times, so much time in the day. There's only so much I can do. So, you know, I really, I don't start paying attention to college basketball until we get closer to the tournament. When we, I really don't start playing, paying attention to college basketball until we get into the conference championships, to be quite frank, to be totally honest. Um, but it's just, it's, it's so amazing to me because it's such a, it's like a six week period of some of the most exciting action when it comes to, to sport, it, it, it's just, it's really, really unbelievable to me. And, 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 and teams like St. Peter's um, makes, it, makes it such. So again, St. Peter's, uh, if you did take the 12 and a half, if you did take the 13, God bless you. Winner, winner, chicken. Listen, if you took St. Peter's on the money line, I'm not saying I did because I did not. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pretend to tell you that I thought they were going to beat Purdue. I did not, but I loved them getting the points. If you look at my Twitter feed, I told you to take it earlier this afternoon. Hopefully you did. So you were a winner. Also, Providence. Um, if you took Providence with the points, you were a winner. You were getting seven, seven and a half. They only lost by five to Kansas. Kansas beat Providence 66 to 61. So what's going on right now? I love UCLA coming in. UCLA is up 56-53. You got UCLA minus two and a half. In some places, I want to say before the tournament, before this game started, before tip-off, it was minus three. I just love UCLA coming in. I had UCLA advancing all the way to, to, my, to, to the finals in my bracket. So, and not to take anything away from, uh, from UNC because they've been playing exceptional basketball right now. By the way, uh, UNC just drained a three, so it's all tied up at 56 even. Um, but um, I, I just I love the way that UCLA, I, I, love, I love their style of basketball. I love the way they were playing coming in, and, and, and they were winning games without their star players on the court, which was really impressive to me. So, but and again, not to take anything away from UNC, you know, offensively, they've just been really, really fantastic. So we'll see what happens here. It's about seven minutes left in the game. I will keep you posted throughout the show. But right now, UCLA is up by two. 
and uh, and the line was minus two and a half in some places minus three at uh, at tip off. And then last but not least, you've got Iowa State going up against Miami. Miami up on Iowa State, thirty-two to twenty-nine, and heading into this matchup, I liked Miami. So, um, so I, I just so many things, so many things about Miami that I like, especially offensively. Um, and right now it's it's thirty-two to twenty-nine. So again, I will keep you posted throughout the show. I'm with you for the next thirty minutes, David Behrman our quote-unquote gatekeeper of all things gambling at ESPN is going to join us next. We're going to dive into the tournament. We've got some great games that are going to be taking place tomorrow. Um, That's for sure. Houston going up against Villanova. Arkansas going up against Duke. We'll break those two games down for you. Also, there's a golf tournament happening, and it is match play. And I love that the PGA Tour does this during March Madness. Um, because there are brackets out there that, you know, you were able to fill out prior to this tournament starting. And now we're down to the sweet 16 and everything starts tomorrow in regard to, uh, win in advance, lose, and you go home. So David and I will break down, uh, the two games that we know are on tap for tomorrow. And also of course, some golf for you as well. So stay tuned. Anita Marks with you. You're listening to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports right here on 98.7 ESPN. Money, baby. That's what it's all about. This portion of Weekend Wager with me, Anita Marks, is brought to you by Covers.com. Sports bettors make Covers.com your home for college basketball or tournament long. Winning starts at Covers. Dot com. Without further ado, David Behrman joins us now on 98.7 ESPN. He joins us each and every Friday when he can, when he makes himself available, when he breaks himself away from family time on a Friday night. Uh, I like to call him the gatekeeper of everything gambling for us at ESPN.com and our gambling site. David, good evening. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, Anita? So, listen, I am a, I am a stone... I, I'm a stone's throw. I am a seven iron from Jersey City. I can like <laughs> like I, I had to, I had to like put up soundproof around my studio so that you couldn't hear all the celebration and the jubilation that's happening in the streets outside of Hoboken and Jersey City right now because St. Peter's took down Purdue. You gotta you gotta got take a video and send it. Yeah. On national peacock day. Can I ask you, because every time, whenever anyone talks about St. Peter's, they're like, it's a Jesuit school, only 3000 students. Do you know, do you know this? Do you know that they don't charge to watch their games? You could have at any point in time this season, you could have gone to watch St. Peter's play basketball and not pay a dime. Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't have to pay at Florida either. I, I did not know that at St. Peter's, but at Florida, it was first come, first serve as well. I mean, obviously, at some point in time, you're paying through activity fees or tuition or something. Uh, but there was no extra charge to get into the O Dome back in the day. But hey, good for St. Peter's. Good for Jersey City. Uh, the only negative of this entire Cinderella story, uh, and you may have seen me tweet it earlier, is you know for the last what three years, everybody in New York had to take the path train over to Hoboken and Jersey city to place bets because New York wasn't legalized. Well, you got to do it the opposite. Now, Anita, if you live in Jersey, 
you got to go into Manhattan if you want to place a bet on St. Peter's since it's not offered in the state of New Jersey. So I do think it's quite amusing that all of a sudden you have it switched. And for three years, everybody in Manhattan had to go over to Jersey City to bet. Now, if you want to take a shot at St. Pete, you, you, you got to go all the way to the other side in Manhattan to place a bet. It's 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 really something unbelievable. So uh, again, so for tonight, St. Peter's they beat Purdue, so now they advance. They're waiting to see who the winner is of UNC and UCLA, and that's a close game. That's going to come down to the wire, no doubt about it. Kansas they take care of Providence, sixty six to sixty one. So if you had Providence getting the seven and a half winner, winner chicken dinner, I went two and zero in the earlier games. So now we're waiting to see, and they are as well. Iowa State and University of Miami, which um, you and I, I believe, David, are both on UM, right? We are on UM. Uh, might be for different reasons. I am still alive in the 200-person survivor pool that you and I were Woo! in that I got you into. Uh, mm-hmm. There's only five five people left. We are all on Miami. Uh, so obviously the, the pool ends tonight if Miami loses. Miami wins, we move on to tomorrow, and we'll figure it out when we get there. Um, obviously nobody had – St. Peter's going this far, so they're a live one. Uh, a couple of people had Purdue today, but I am on Miami, so financially speaking, pulling for them to pull this off, and you and I are originally from Miami, and I could really admit that before I turned to Benedict Arnold and went to the University of Florida, I did grow up rooting for the University of Miami, went to plenty of basketball games uh, back in the old Knight Center um, before they moved over to the Miami Arena. So as a kid, I got to see the Hurricanes play a whole bunch. Uh, and Miami's up on Iowa State right now, 36 to 31, about 17 minutes left in the second. Uh, but let, let's turn our attention to what's going on tomorrow because we know what games are already on the docket. And that's Houston going up against Villanova. Houston is favored by two and a half. What's your play here? Oh, I like Houston. Um, I know the big controversy heading into the tournament, whereas a lot of the metrics uh, that, that people use to set the bracket. Uh, they didn't have a lot of quad one wins. They played in a conference that wasn't deemed as good as other conferences were. So they got a five seed, but I think Houston's arguably the best team in the country right now. Uh, solid defense, great shooters. You saw what they did last night to Arizona, who was considered one of the top teams in the country. They're highly underseeded at number five. Um, I think they win that game and go back to another Final Four. I think people forget they were there last year when everybody was obsessed over the Baylor-Gonzaga 1-2 battle. Uh, Houston's a really good squad. Kelvin Sampson been there before, knows what he's doing. And, you know, we give a little shout out to the ESPN analytics department. They've been on Houston all year. Houston was in the top five all season long and they entered March Madness as the number three team in the country in BTI. And here they are one game away from going to the final four. And, you know, I took a future on them. I took them at six to one to win the region. So, you know, the word H E D G E hedge is going to come into play tomorrow for me. Uh, but I do like Houston in this one. I'm with you. I'm, I'm all over Houston. Uh, I have Houston coming out of my my uh, my South region. By the way, I have them um, upsetting Arizona, which of course they did. And uh, and I want to believe I, I have them. I think I had them beating Tennessee, though. I had Tennessee advancing. But nonetheless, uh, their defense is just unbelievable. They're only playing three hours away from their home campus. And with all due respect to Villanova, a big reason why they beat Michigan is because Michigan was only 50% from the free throw line. Uh, the other game on the docket tomorrow is Arkansas against Duke. Uh, Duke is favored by four. The Coach K farewell tour continues, but for how much longer? Who do you have here in this game, David? 
I like the dog here. I think Arkansas uh, is a really, really good team. I think they were the class of the SEC this year, with all due respect to Kentucky, who, by the way, lost to St. Peter's. Um, I like Arkansas in this one. I know Duke's going to be playing for their coach, and there's a lot of emotion there, and, and you know, a lot of emotion in Coach K, and you saw what they did yesterday, but I think Arkansas and what, what you know, the must bus is doing out there, I really like them, and I think Arkansas can win this entire thing, and I think it starts out in San Francisco tomorrow where – you know, there's going to be people upset that the, the storybook ending to Coach K isn't what it is. But if you had said two weeks ago that Coach K wasn't going to make the Final Four, everybody would have believed you after they got wiped by North Carolina um, in, in that last regular season game. And then, of course, they lost in the ACC championship to Virginia Tech. Um, and I, I do like Arkansas here. I think their guard play is good. Their defense is really good. And, hey, all due respect to Duke, I didn't have Duke winning yesterday versus Texas Tech either. Um, so I missed that one, but I do think Arkansas puts them away tomorrow. Uh, ditto. I'm with you. Love Arkansas getting the points. I think they win straight up. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take them on the money line. One common theme that we've seen throughout March Madness is defenses. Uh, defensive performance is allowing these teams to win in advance. Also, I like their athleticism. Note is uh, having great games each and every night. And um, they've won 18 of their last 21 games. And also they've got more veterans on their roster than Duke does. My only concern, here's my only concern, and it's the Zebras, to be quite frank. I just feel like the NCAA tournament, like, you know, it wouldn't it be the perfect chapter for Coach K to go, Coach K to, go to a final? I, I, I just, you know, I, I look at the games that, that Duke plays in, David, and I, I just, I don't like the officiating. I understand that. A lot of people do look to that, and I think a lot of people complained last night about the officiating and the, and the Gonzaga yeah, game. I mean, it's something to complain about. It is, but at the end of the day, I think the better team's going to win, and, and maybe I'm a little naive when it comes to the officiating, and they're going to make bad calls, and they're going to miss calls, and they're going to review every single call in the last three minutes of the game, which is highly annoying, and they need to change that rule. I think I said that on this exact show 365 days ago, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just I watch the game. You make a bet. I, I'm never going to complain about the refs unless it's egregious because you, you, you watched the Gonzaga-Arkansas game yesterday, and it, it went both ways. There were bad calls, no doubt. There were missed calls, no doubt. They swallowed the whistle one too many times, but it was on both sides. And, you know, there are people who take the chalkboard out and say, all right, this, 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 and this, and it looks like Duke's getting an advantage. And I see it on Twitter all the time. Oh, Duke's going to get every call down the stretch. You, know, you still got to put the ball through the hoop. <laughs> you still got to make your shots. So at the end of the day, like I, I'm just not one that obsesses over the referees. And yeah, I, I don't like to get screwed out of a bet any more than anybody else. Um, but I'm going to pick the team that I think is going to win independent of the referees. There's, we have no proof that the NCAA want. Yeah. The whole world would love to see Duke North Carolina final four for the first time naturally in coach K's last game. Um, but they still got to win to get there, and I just think Arkansas is the better team, and we'll see what happens. Um, big picture here before we move on to golf. Um, we uh, a num- Obviously, the only number one seed still alive is Kansas because uh, they, they did take care of Providence earlier this evening. So Arkansas, Duke, Houston, Villanova, that's what we know. Kansas, St. Peter's. We're waiting for the outcome of UNC and UCLA, Iowa State, and Miami. Um who who do you who do you have winning the championship right now with the way that uh, the bracket looks? I like Houston to to make it to the Final Four, just like I like Kansas to make it to the Final Four. 
I think it's going to be UCLA. Um, and I'm missing one. Who's going to be the other Final Four team? Uh, oh, in Arkansas. And I believe what Arkansas would play UCLA. Um, I, I'm going to go Arkansas versus Houston. And I think uh, I think I actually think Houston's going to win the whole thing. Um, would not be surprised, obviously, if Kansas knocked off Houston and won the whole thing. I'd, I think it's going to come down to the winner of the Kansas-Houston semifinal takes out the other bracket. Which, you know, Arkansas and UCLA are good. And that's my final four right there. But I think um, I like Houston to take the whole thing down. They have the experience. They were there last year. They're playing really good. They have that defense you were talking about. Um, and, and if I had to pick today, I'm picking Houston to win the whole thing. Again, David Behrman joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right. Uh, there is a golf tournament taking place right now, and it's a fun one because it's the Dell match play, and we're down to the Sweet 16, and we have some great matches taking place tomorrow. Um, let's start with one side of the bracket. We've got Rom against Brooks Kepka. That's going to be a good one. Bland against DJ. Scheffler against Horschel who you've loved for the past two years, Hatton against Power. Yep. So out of this bracket, who do you like advancing to the championship? I'm going Billy again. I, I took him last year on this very show on Friday night. I gave him out as a 25-1 to 1 winner, and I said, hey, I think Friday night when the field was set, so let's go take Billy Horschel and won it. Um, and, and I decided yesterday morning when he was 2-0 and heading into his third-round matchup, um, I took, or he was in the process of going two and zero. He was up four or something in the middle of the round. I went ahead and picked Billy again at twenty five to one, and I think his odds are around the same right now, twenty five and twenty eight. Uh, so I took him to win it again. I mean, he knows how to play this event. Played it very well last year when he won it over Scotty Scheffler in Scotty Scheffler's backyard, and uh, he's played outstanding this week so far. So I'm going to ride with Billy on that side of the bracket. Um, you can bet him to beat Scheffler tomorrow in their match. At plus one hundred and five, so you're getting pl- you're getting you're going you're getting plus money with him, pl- which really come on plus one hundred and five. It's it, it's it's very much like even, but nonetheless, um, for Horschel to win, I like Hatton over Power tomorrow at minus one hundred and forty five, um, and I, I do like Rom over Brooksy, but it's 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 a lot of juice. It's minus one hundred and fifty five. I'm not laying that. So in that bracket, I really do, I, I do love Horschel over Scheffler at plus 105, but I also I'll lay the 145 for Hatton over Power for sure. Um, in the other like the other side, one. I would probably I'd uh, probably lean Kepko only because the juice, but yeah, I think Billy's the only one I'm playing on that side. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, you got Morikawa going up against Answer, Connors, Kanya. Um, Kisner against Adam Scott and Na against Willie Zalatoris. In this bracket, who do you have advancing? I took before the tournament and in our column on ESPN Chalk that you and I are both in with Krista Berfalika and Michael Lacati Collins. I took Kevin Kisner at 60-1 to 1 to win this mm-hmm. entire thing, and I'm not backing off of that. The guy's played outstanding this week, took down JT yesterday. He's 3-0. He knows, I mean, he's had two top four finishes in this event. So whereas everybody else is looking at the big names like Morikawa and company, I'm going to stick with Kisner and hopefully I get a Kisner-Billy Horschel final because those are the two live tickets I have right now. And this one I took before the event at 60-1. to 1. I love it. Um, I, I like love Kisner tomorrow against Adam Scott as well. Yeah, I like Kisner tomorrow against Adam Scott, and that's minus 125. Um I also like Willie Z against Na tomorrow. Uh, that's minus one forty. Might be a little, a little bit too much juice for folks, but nonetheless. So 
So you've got a Kisner against Horschel final, and you've got Horschel winning. Yes, I have uh, Kisner and Horschel final. At that point, um, I actually think Kisner would win that one, quite frankly. I would Tonight, I would pick Kisner over Horschel. Uh, but having two live tickets on them, I'll go with either one and then figure it out when we get there. But those are the two I like the best, the, the, the remaining 16. Before I, I before I let you go, I, I have to ask you about some of the uh, the news out there right now with the Miami Dolphins and Tom Brady. There are a number of news organizations that are reporting that Tom Brady is orchestrating a trade from Tampa to the Miami Dolphins that in exchange would be for a number of picks as well as Tua making his way to Tampa. And from what I understand, again, from what's being reported, is that Tua is open to it to head to Tampa and to be coached by Bruce Arians. So you being a huge Miami Dolphins fan, just out of curiosity, how do you feel about that? I feel that we got Tyreek Hill and we got Armstead, and uh, I like the offseason so far, and I'm happy with what they've done, and I'm completely ignoring the Tom Brady news until it actually, if and when it happens, um, I'm just – it's hard to stomach. Uh, my, my wife actually asked me tonight on our way to dinner how do because she saw it trending on Twitter. Everybody saw it trending on Twitter. They said, you know, how do you feel about Tom Brady playing for the Dolphins? And, you know, my answer is simple but not possible. My answer is if you told me that the Dolphins would win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, I'd say, all right, I'll make a deal with the devil, win the Super Bowl, do something that has never happened in my lifetime, and, and, and be happy with it. If they don't win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, I think it's an utter waste of time. You ruin Tua's career. You give up on a rookie. And two years from now, you're still searching for a quarterback because Brady's not going to play until he's 80 years old, or maybe he will. Um, it's a little bit of selling your soul with Tom Brady. Um, and I said I wasn't going to comment, and I did anyway. Um, I was obsessive about the Hill news. I was obsessive about the Armstead news. I was obsessed, obsessed about all the other news that was going on over the last two weeks. Uh, but I've completely, utterly ignored the Brady news on purpose because it's not something I want to stomach at this moment. Um, and I'm probably not alone in the Dolphins fandom, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm just going to leave it there. I just, I find the whole thing fascinating. I really do. Anyway, David, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Really do appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. And, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully you win a ton of money, my friend. Thank you. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.